Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show, my special guest is going to be talking to us about teenage girls, self-esteem uh, and the conversations that, uh, empowering conversations that parents can have with them. Um, and because as we know, the teenage years is a very difficult time for, for teenage girls to, to be navigating. Um, and my special guest, Naomi Katz, has got some interesting insights into this whole subject. So, hi, Naomi. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am fantastic, and I'm very excited to have this conversation with you. Um, you know, I actually am working on a teenage uh, uh, curriculum for the schooling system here in the U.S. called PD for, for Teens. Um, and what I read, you know, what I've working with the teachers, I've realised that like suicide is the number number three cause of death for uh, teenagers here in the U.S., which is just to me exceptionally unacceptable. Um, so, you know, once we get into this conversation, I'd love to hear your insights on this. But before we do that, um, why don't we get a bit of an insight into you and to how you fell into doing this kind of work? Sure. First of all, thank you for having me. I'm also really excited about this conversation. Yeah. Um, I fell into this work really because it called me into it. I was teaching in New York City in a private school that had a mini-term, which meant that during the dead of winter in New York, all of the regular classes that students were taking were canceled for six weeks, and teachers taught electives, whatever they wanted. And at that time, I was a really young teacher, like probably 23 or 24 years old, probably looked a lot more like the students than I did look like the teachers in the school. And all of the girls, the 7th and 8th grade girls, would spend a lot of time around my desk talking to me about many different issues. And one of them asked me if I would do an all-girls mini-term class. And I agreed. I had no idea what I would talk to them about, but I thought it would be interesting. And it was incredible. The way that the girls came together in that room was really blew me away. I mean, the girls who outside of that classroom were enemies or one was the bully and one was the victim, in that room found a way to connect and found a way to talk to each other and found a way to support each other. And I understood that creating a forum like that for teenage girls where they feel safe and they feel like they can trust the people around them and they can actually share and then through that understand that the things that they're experiencing are shared by their peers, so they're not alone, it's really, really powerful. And I also understood that I had a gift to bring to these girls, that the way that we were able to interact with each other opened something up that was really strong. And that, you know, that was more than 15 years ago and that has had a huge impact on everything that I've done since. Yeah. So I can see, you know, you're, you're heading up what we call the Beautiful Project. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Well, the Beautiful Project is basically the conglomeration of all the different types of work that I and some of my colleagues do with young women all over the world. So some of the work that we do is one-on-one -on -one with individuals. Some of the work that we do is facilitating groups, ongoing groups or one-off workshops, and also doing work by the internet, virtual circles, and blogging, and expression through writing and through art. And it all comes together in this project called Beautiful Project. Awesome. All right, so let's get into some some deeper stuff and some you know some real issues that that girls are facing right now. So I know you were talking about doing that that, that class. So what are the kind of conversations that um, that are important for us to open up with teenage girls these days? Well, that class was in a different era. Even though it was only 15 years ago, that class was before the era 
of the proliferation of social media and the way that social media dominates the lives of young people today, boys and girls. And right now, in my perspective, the most important issue that we need to talk about with our young women is the way that we carry ourselves and represent ourselves and our bodies because of the way the female body is completely objectified and sexualized in the media. And then affects the way that girls think that they need to represent themselves in this very image-based world of social media. So many of my students talk about and also express in their social media profiles pressure to feel to look a certain way, to act a certain way that's very, very sexual. And for girls that are, you know, 14, 15, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, they're just not ready yet to express themselves in that super sexualized way, and maybe never will be, but it distorts their understanding of themselves and the way that they want to present themselves to the world. And it's a subject that, unfortunately, we don't talk about enough. Yeah, I know. Well, there's been such... Um you know, in the media recently, you know, we had the whole Stanford rape case, um, which it makes me so sad. And I, I don't know if you had the opportunity to read Joe Biden's letter to the um, to the victim, and uh, and and how we have this this culture of of guys that are um, that think to, you know, the sexualizing women is okay, um, having sex without consent is okay. Um, but then how we're asking the wrong questions of, of the victims and how, um, you know, this whole different culture. So how do how do we even broach that subject with teenage girls? How do we even start that conversation? I think that it starts really a few steps before that conversation itself. It starts with a conversation really where we encourage each young woman with herself to understand who am I? How do I want to present myself to the world? How do I want to present my body to the world? And, and what do I expect in my own self? Mm -hmm. Because if girls are expecting to be sexualized and to be objectified, then, then I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that it's okay that they're responded to in that way. But the, the first step is within themselves, is to really feel like, okay, this is, this is me. This is how I want to represent myself. And to bring that out into the world. And when somebody responds to me in a way that I don't like, to tell them clearly no, or to simply walk away. Yeah. Because girls today, unfortunately, are creating an expectation or living an expectation of themselves to be sexualized. And that's really unfair and also really unhealthy. Exactly. But the thing is, you think about it between the music videos, uh, social media, magazines, TV, they are being bombarded with these unrealistic um, expectations of what they're supposed to be. Everything has been airbrushed. Everything has been, you know, um, enhanced, and it's not what they're seeing is not the real thing. So I can understand why they have this, you know, distorted, um, you know, version of what they're how how they're supposed to show up. So what do you think are some of the uh, like the virtues or the um, the, the things that, that young women should really be stepping into, like, you know, for example, with the whole Stanford uh, rape case, for me it was like, you know, these teenagers and these young people have no idea of who they are. They don't understand what the, what their values are or what they stand for or what their morals are. You know, so, you know, do you have, like, some kind of way for them to be able to tap into that and figure out what that is for them? Yeah. I think that what you're expressing is really the base of the work. 
You know, when I talk to young women about empowerment, about self-expression, about understanding who they are, about being proud of who they are, that is the core yeah. of presenting myself in a way that makes me proud. Mm -hmm. And because of the nature of being a teenager, which is a competitive environment, which is an environment where my body is changing, my feelings are changing, I don't recognize myself, it's really easy to get lost. And again, I'm sorry to over, you know, to beat down the point, but the presence of social media has a huge impact on the way that young people are developing, particularly with regard to their sense of self, because social media is very image-based and appearance-based as well. And so there's so much more to ourselves than just how we look on the outside, obviously. And we need to help young people discover the beauty in that and the strength in that long before they become adults so that they have that sense of self and that sense of confidence to carry them through the transition of adolescence. And, and really, at the core of it, that's the base of my work, of, of really helping young women understand the inner self that they are, each one individually, and how each, each girl wants to bring that out to the world. Yeah. And so how do you do that? Do you do that through um, getting them to identify, you know, what, who they are, like how do you get them to do that? For each person it's different. Yeah. You know, and there are many tools that we use in order to help each girl draw herself out. But at the core of it is really first understanding, okay, who am I? What do I want? Not what do my parents want for me, not what do I think my friend want my friends want from me, but what do I want for myself? And to recognize my parents influenced me and my friends influenced me, and those influences are important. We don't want to live a completely isolated life. But first, who am I? What makes me tick? What's important to me? What areas do I want to challenge myself in? You know, if I'm a runner, how do I want to work to be a better runner? If I'm a dancer, what kind of dance do I want to study to inspire myself? What kind of music do I want to listen to? To really identify the things that make me tick, the things that make me proud of who I am, the things that make me feel engaged and interested in, in the world in which I live and cultivate self-expression. So for some girls that happens through writing, for some through music, for some through art, through dance, whatever medium is your medium for self-expression to really draw that out and through that to understand who is the self that I really am. And of course it's a lifelong journey. You know, not, I can't say that I fully know who I am or I don't think any of us do, but I have a sense and I'm more than anything else, that's important to me. Important for them to understand who they are, for them to see themselves, because people today don't really listen to teenagers. Unfortunately, you know, teenagers are a block to whom we can market products. Mm. But to really hear their opinions and to really ask and understand what's important to them, they're not so much getting that message. And as soon as you open a forum for them to be heard and to be listened to, it changes the way that they see themselves. I've seen it happen over and over, not just with girls, but with boys too. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the thing, you know, and and depending on what your, your train of thought is, but, you know, I work a lot like in the in the spiritual community. So, you know, I've, I've heard so many, um, you know, accounts of the children that are coming through now and the teenagers that are coming through now that have this deeper empathy than ever before. Um, but maybe because of their environment and not being able to tap into that, you know, sure. or, um, you know, and they are, they're concerned about world issues. They're concerned, they're, they're so overwhelmed um, with everything that's going on in the world. And of course, they, 
at this time in history, more than any other time, uh, teenagers have so much more that they have to be able to cope with and have to deal with. So, you know, if if you if we have a teenager that's watching the show right now, um, what's something they they can do if they're in that place of overwhelm or they're feeling like they they're, they're um, not being themselves? What's something they can do that can sort of help them to become more present, um, you know, and help them to drop into to more of who they are? First of all, to know that it's you're not the only one, and right. to not feel like I'm yes. crazy. I'm the only person who this is happening to. Everyone is, you know, throughout our entire lives, but particularly when we're teenagers, going through this place of really trying to understand how can I make it in this world? How can I move forward? Just get through this day without losing my sense of self. Um, so that's know that you're normal, but. Really, I think each one of us needs to, and adults as well, we need to develop our own set of tools for cultivating our self-confidence and for understanding ourselves and for valuing ourselves. And so I tell all of the people that I work with, men, women, adults, children, start the day by being proud of who you are. Look in the mirror and affirm yourself. Smile. Give yourself a compliment. Understand that, that who you are is valuable and important, yeah. number one. Then, once you've done that, you can carry on with the rest of your day. Another thing I think that's really important for teenagers to keep in mind is the power of the language that we use to talk about ourselves and other people. Because there's a huge difference if I look in the mirror and I'm not satisfied with what I see, and I use language that's judgmental, judgmental and painful and hurtful. Oh my god, I'm so fat. No. Oh. I'm a little bit out of shape. I think I want to lose weight or I want to work out more. Same idea, but totally different message. And the way that we talk about ourselves has a huge impact on the way that we see and talk about other people. And so we need to keep that in mind as well because we also want to create around ourselves an environment that's supportive and allows us to cultivate the kind of confidence that we want to have. So be a model of self-esteem for other people. If you feel good about something about yourself, share that. It doesn't have to be something that's so egotistical to say something that's complimentary to yourself. And of course, accept the compliments that come your way and share compliments with other people. If you see beauty in one of your friends, tell her. That's really powerful and she'll carry that with her the rest of the day, the rest of the week, the rest of the year. Yeah, and you know, and the thing is when you pay compliments like that, you know, obviously you're coming from a place of love and admiration. Um, but not only does your friend feel, you know, the energy of that and, and, you know, and the loving of that, but it also comes back to you as well. Absolutely. But you're right. I, I think it's, you know, when you have a foundation of, you know, I call it the I love you diet. <laughs> so I get up in the morning <laughs> completely naked, look at myself in the mirror and I will say I love you until I actually mean it. Um, and, you know, obviously these days it's it's not so hard to do that. But when I first started doing this, it was really uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God no one can see me doing this. Um, but, you know, when you have that foundation of love at the beginning of the day, like you were saying, then that permeates out into everything and you are being the example for other people. So, so Naomi, do you work with, with girls, you know, like closely? Is there a, like a case study or a, an example of someone that you've worked with that you can share, like a story you can share? Sure. A, on a particular a particular example of something specific or just a general? Well, well give, give us a general. Like I'd, I'd love to see what the results are of the work that you do with girls and, and how it help, helps to change their lives. So 
actually of a friend of mine more than even a student of mine, but it's a great story. She's uh, she just finished fourth grade, and she unfortunately at this age is already getting into those really complicated social dynamics of girls kind of competing with each other and one day she's your best friend and the next day she's talking about you behind your back and it's really stressful to her and she also just in herself has a kind of tendency to be self-critical and to be judgmental and so she gets really overwhelmed and I was like alright listen each time you feel stressed out breathe in this particular way that I showed her this breathing technique and it's a secret don't tell anybody about it. Just know it for yourself. If you want to tell your parents, it's fine, but it's for you. And you can do it in school, and you can do it when you're at a friend's house, and you can just step aside really quickly, go in the bathroom, and whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, just breathe. So a few days later, she called me, and she tells me this very dramatic story that happened with her and her friends, which is, don't worry, I was able to breathe, and everything's fine. Yeah. And it seems silly, you know, and I'm telling the story in a humorous way, but it's huge for her because she's, you know, nine, ten years old, starting to face really complicated, really challenging, and really difficult to understand social dynamics. And that automatically cuts down at her self-esteem in a very, very profound way. And in the drama of all of that, she's able to reclaim her center. And that's really important. And I'm inspired by her, and I hope that you are too. No, absolutely. You know, and, and, and having that moment to breathe also gives her a choice. Absolutely. Rather than reacting emotionally and getting caught up in the drama and the energy of all of it, it gives her a moment, like you said, to drop back to center and just and make it a conscious choice about how she wants to choose to move forward, which is awesome. Now, I mean, we, we've run out of time. I, I've had such a great time talking to you today. So how can we get people to connect with you and with the, your beautiful project? And I know that you have a book coming out as well called Beautiful. So how can people get their hands on that? So the book is out. It came out in being an empowered young woman. You can find it on my website, beautifulproject.net, or on Amazon. And you can also read the first chapter on the website. Check it out. See if you like it. And also contact me through that forum. I would love to hear from you. Yeah. Thanks again, Naomi. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Thank you. Awesome. So, guys, uh, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Please, let's get the, the, the message out um, and help our young you know, teenage girls really have some tools so they can equip themselves to be able to get through any kind of challenge they find in life. Um, and uh, um, if you haven't done so already, leave your email in the box here and don't forget about that quiz underneath. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.